Well, good morning. Good morning. Literally, yeah. good yeah. morning. Wow, that's kind of weird. It is. It's It feels super good to be back in the hot seat, though. Yeah, kind of weird. Well, and then there's going to be another delay, there unfortunately. Is. So sorry, everyone. I know. We apologize. Um, We've had a lot going on. A lot going on. Patreon members know that. They've gotten some uh, nice yep. photo updates. Yep. Uh, next week, you guys are going to get some uh, exclusive photo Ooh, updates too mm-hmm. i'm gonna actually mm-hmm. post the photo of where i'm gonna be oh yeah lucky duck yeah lucky duck so um work related yeah. so i will be gone unfortunately mm-hmm. so uh we won't have an episode next week but we thought we definitely wanted to get on and do an episode yeah so but we will be back the following week we definitely will be back yep. the following week and we're working yep. through some scheduling stuff right we now are. there's yep. There's a lot of change going on in the Ultimate Buffet podcast life. Yes. So, uh, so. but this is not going away. Mainly my fault. Yeah. No, well, no. technically. Technically, this month is this definitely month. my fault. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll put it on you this month for yeah, sure. I, I would take 100% blame this yep. month. So, totally your fault. Well, hello and welcome to the Ultimate Buffet podcast. My name is Chris. And my name is Sean. Uh, and for today's episode, we are going to talk about competition and compassion. I think it should be and or. And or? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that, well, we can do that. I mean, I mean do they go, They. I guess we'll talk, do they go hand in hand? Do they? They can. They compete? They I can. Think, and One could be a negative, though. Correct. I agree with you. So I think we'll get into that. Yep. But let's get into the most important part of the it episode. It is the most important part of the episode now well this well, looks different can you can you do your noise effect over there oh i can't it doesn't even uh yeah doesn't do it can you can it, can you flick it what is that that's i don't know but it's not a it, glass is, bottle. it is 9 40 in the morning uh true so we'll, we'll start there and it is during the week <laughs> during the week 9 40 during the week yeah so, and unfortunately, both of us have to do work-related stuff. So, instead of the whiskey of the episode, we're going to change it up here. We are. And what do we got? What, I don't, what would you drink in the morning, Chris? Uh, well, I have always said that coffee is the lifeblood of America. And coffee does not operate, or the America does not operate without coffee. So, yours is so much better. It picks up better sound. Do, do the top. We got a special drink, though. This is a canned beverage. This comes from Black Rifle Coffee. Oh. That was good. Yeah. I'll let you do the introduction. Yeah. So this is one of their uh, ready-to-make drinks. Uh, this is their Caramel Vanilla 300 milligram triple shot. Ooh. Dangerous. 100% Colombian coffee. I like it. Now, this is still the most important part of the episode. Correct. Oh. And look at the creaminess on that. Son of a gun. So, you also drink coffee in the morning. I do. And I know you guys have been exploring a little bit of different coffee. We have. We have. Yeah, so uh, my wife decided she wanted to get into the french press world of coffee we uh 
we've always done the the traditional Keurig. Well, I, that's not traditional. I I gotta take that back. We we do a Keurig. Traditional yeah. would be pot of coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah. But do so, you do when you're camping? Do you do Keurig? Keurig. We have a small Keurig on the trailer. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you did pot of because a lot of people do Keurig at home, but we'll do a pot of coffee because it's easier. No, no. We uh we've got the the single serving Keurig machine uh on the trailer that we just it's kind of a pain but i mean it gets the job done yeah it's is it the little, little is it like the zingle server where you have to fill up the water correct each time yeah yeah but it's better than nothing it is better than nothing and so, we only drink a cup a piece so it's not a big deal so you, and it okay. doesn't take up a lot of room so i got a one two three yep. it, this is not on here at all okay so uh hot coffee mm-hmm. or cold coffee there's multiple of these okay so at the end of, well, I'm going to say one, two, three, and then we're going to say. You're not going to say go? Okay, I'll say one, two, three, go. Okay. And you say hot or cold. Okay. Ready? One, two, three, go. Hot. Cold. So I had a feeling you were hot coffee. I, and I, uh, so you actually gave me one of these Black Rifle Coffee Company, the caramel vanilla one, I don't know, a week and a half, two weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Loved it. Yeah. I prefer just straight black coffee. Hot, nothing to it, no cream, no Do, sugar. Doesn't matter when. Like, doesn't it, matter. It could be 106 out and you'll drink. So I, I only drink coffee in the mornings. So if it's, you know, you're in the middle of uh, Iraq and it's do it. 90, 90 degrees. Wouldn't do it. What are you drinking then to wake up? Water. To wake up? Yeah. I need see I need the caffeine. Oh. I need that boost of energy. If and it's, tea and tea does not do it for me. So I actually, as you know, in a previous uh role, I drank a lot of black tea. Yeah. No well, water, no sweetener. I, I like I like tea, but I don't look at it as my caffeine boost. Well, I think you're drinking the wrong tea then. Yeah. Black tea will get you. I don't know. I, I like my coffee. No, I as totally you as you know that. with me, yep. I am on multiple shipments with Black Rifle Coffee. Yes, I absolutely a love Black Rifle. Yeah. There's boxes that come every other four days. I, I love Black Rifle Coffee. Yeah. I like their grinds. I like their pods. I like their ready to make drinks. Well, I you like had, you had given me some of the uh, of their of their coffee that was ground, or did you grind that? I ground some of that. I ground and some of that I gave okay. you. Okay, so we we really enjoy that. So I was gonna ask, was gonna be my next step. question was how does your wife like? She loves it, and she likes the black rifle. Yeah, I, there's just I, they do. They're a good coffee company. Don't I'm not bagging on anyone else. No, I, there's actually. Have you ever had Don Francisco's? I have. I love Don Francisco's. It's a Don't cheap. isn't there a warehouse around the corner from us? No, is that that, a different. That's a different one. Which one is that? Uh, that's uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, correct. Something San Francisco. It's San Francisco Coffee Company. Coffee Company. There yeah. you go. Yeah, the warehouse is yeah. back over by the airport. Correct. So, um, but Don Francisco's is a cheap bag of coffee. Yeah, and it's delicious. You know, we uh, for the longest, I mean, as far as I can remember, that we've had a Keurig, we've always done the. I think it's called Donut Shop or Donut yes. House. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Coffee. The yep. Keurig single cup pods. Yep. 
And I thought that was good. Yeah. And it's cheap. I mean, you get a box of 106 for $22 or something. I, I know this is a change for a lot of people, us talking about coffee versus whiskey. Yeah, we're not going to be inebriated at the end of it. Yeah. Um, I think what we should do, I think because we're going to unfortunately have to have a some couple, episodes yeah, like this. Episodes, yeah. We might have to do, um, see if we can get a tour at San Francisco Coffee Company and that would be that'd be kind of cool that would be amazing yeah um or even a local coffee company like hey can we come roast some beans with you yeah. or do something yeah be kind of fun that would be fun and there's yeah. a lot of mom and pop coffee shops absolutely. within the local area absolutely okay that's good we'll uh we'll have to work on that that would be fun well can we try this now? Yes. Okay. Well, you've uh, you've already said you've tried it. Well, so. yeah. This is. I mean, but I mean, both of us have had this, but yes. this thing's amazing. So, cheers. Cheers. Chris, that's so good. It's so. It's you know, so you know what my issue is. I. You know, looking at the alcohol behind you on the shelf. I enjoy. Just regular Jack Daniels. I have for years. Yeah. And it's kind of my go-to. Um, but, you know, I enjoy other stuff as well. Yeah. But when it comes to the coffee, I'm super content with just black coffee. Yeah. But having something like this, it's a nice treat. But if you and I were to go to whatever, Starbucks or any of the other, I mean, I, I would just get black coffee. Yeah. But if someone presents something like this to me i'm like you know what yeah let me nice. try it. It, well that's what you said when i gave it to you you're like hey yeah i'll try yeah, that and good. then and you're like you text message because that was amazing and it's like it's good stuff it is the only problem that i have with all the ready to make drinks and it doesn't matter where you get it from if you get the starbucks ones if you get the pete's ones they're always so expensive they are and i get it because you have to can it and there's probably a lot that goes into oh, it big time but it's just like I don't know. Black Rifle Coffee needs to make an actual coffee shop out this direction. Where are they based out of? Do you know? So they're where are they? Um, they started in Utah, okay, but they have um, a warehouse or they have offices in Texas as well, okay. But they started opening up um, like actual stores, like coffee stores, like Starbucks. They started to open some up. So they have some in Texas. They have some in Utah. Well, and then um, I feel like the first time I had seen them was in just one of the local gun stores here. Yep. And then well, Bass Pro they're shop. in Bass Pro now. Yeah. yeah, they're huge. I mean, they've completely blown up. Well, they're a publicly traded company now, too. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they released their IPO this year, I think it was. It might have been the end of last year. I want to say it was them. this year. So, yeah, they released it, and obviously with the market, it's gone down. But yeah. this is kind of the time to buy it because I have a feeling it will be wow. going up. Okay, that's good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah, so good stuff. Well, let's jump into this. Let's do it. So competition versus compassion. We're going to kind of go through different stages in life. Oh, man. Because um, I feel like it, it makes a difference. And how it this does. all sparked was I was doing something, and it just... I was talking to a couple people and it was, you know, you try to work with each other. I at least try to work with as many people as I can and try to help each other out and that kind of stuff. And I know some people look at it as a strict competition. Yeah. Um, 
and not everything in life has to be a strict competition. No. Even with that said, though, competition obviously is really good. Yeah, no, um, I agree. There's one so, bullet point on here that um, I... Yeah, I, I had to add that one in because that one, and you notice where I added it, it's in between a couple sections. So let's start off the first. So competition versus compassion as a toddler. Um, young in life, um, do you teach your kids competition when they're young? Yeah. I do too. I, I agree I, with you. I totally do. And what I really like about it is, especially at the age that they're they're at now, it's one of those things that they, they enjoy. So yeah. with the two older ones, I mean, everything is competition. And I have to... Well, especially having siblings. Yeah. So this is, I guess this is my question. Sorry for interrupting yeah. you. You had your oldest... No other siblings. Mm -hmm. Did you teach competition then? I did. Yeah. Um, I totally did. Whether I didn't be... know. I didn't know if it was more because I agree with you. I think you need to be competitive. It doesn't matter what you do in life. There's competition, right? But you need to learn that at a young age. I think the other thing that people need to learn, and maybe this could be another episode, is negotiation. Oh. So I was on the way this morning into dropping off my daughter to school yeah and she's saying i don't want to go to the big girl classroom i don't want to go to school how funny my oldest did that yesterday yeah so and i get it because she just got moved classrooms then we left and went on vacation so it kind of threw her for a loop because of everything going on right yeah so i literally looked at her and i go give me three good reasons why you shouldn't go to school and if you give me three good reasons why you don't have to we'll turn around and Shh. She obviously can't do it yep. yet because, but it's implanting that in her mind, mm -hmm. like thinking about it. If I want something, I need to explain why I want it. Correct. So with competition, it's you are putting in that in their head. So when that time comes, they know I need to compete. But to the reverse side of that, you have the compassion side or being a good team sport or being a good. Uh, player being a good loser all those things come into play I so think. yeah so i think with that so the the compassion part so we we have the oldest in i mean every sport that's why i like this topic too because yeah. you're in a different stage than i am right now yeah we're close but you're still in a different stage i'm i'm in the stage where the competition portion is extremely important to him yet I have to rein in the compassion with him and continue to remind him because he's so competitive and I say this lightly to an extent his compassion isn't isn't there I mean he's young is what it is but I don't, I don't know though I, well because he he'll make comments he'll make comments every once in a while Oh, well, I did it better than that kid. Well, oh, yeah. uh, technically, yes, yes, you're correct. But that's, that's not something we say. Yeah. Because there's always someone that's bigger and better. Now, do you find that it's different? In, because you also have him in team sports mm -hmm. and individual sports. Mm -hmm. Do you find that there's a difference? No. So, I don't. And I'm not, I don't think that's a bad thing. I agree. And with you. the reason I say that is because uh, he's cognizant of 
what he's doing with the competition piece. So whether it be a team sport or an individual sport, you know, the team sport, oh, you know, I'm faster than that kid or I got the ball first or whatever it may be. And then in the individual sport, yeah, he's by himself, but he's within a class. You know, um, I, I did a higher kick than that other kid or my punches are faster. Now, did you... When he says, sorry, when you say, yeah. like, the team sports, like, oh, I ran faster than him, mm-hmm. is that against the other team or against his own team? It's gone both ways. It's gone both. So that and that, so that's the hard thing that, and the reason why I posed, you know, this whole topic and all that, um, you know, it's me, I guess, asking some questions yeah. to you, especially on this younger side. Yeah. Um, do you find that you need a... I mean, obviously, against the competition, you want to be like, yeah, you were faster than him. But against your own team, it's like, no, you need to help your team out. Yeah, and you know... To an um, extent. Not, I mean, not everyone's going to be helpable, but I, I mean, I, I think, look at it when you get later in life. You, we, I guess we'll get into that yeah. and you help a little bit more. But as a kid, like, sometimes you got to be faster than that kid to make that team. Yeah, and I'm... And I, I try to harp on him as much as I can uh, when it comes to you know, like the example of oh, you're faster than that kid on the other team. Um, you can you can know that in your head, but you don't need to say it out loud. Yeah. And I think... Well, that, he's at that age, too, that he's not a toddler. Mm-mm. He's a kid, but he's... Still has get, taller tendencies to an well, extent, right? Exactly. He still ha- but he's also not in the level where if you don't do everything here you're not making this competitive team he's yeah. not really on a competitive level level yet yeah. Yeah. he's close yeah so obviously you need to talk about that but he's not there yet so it's still that learning team sport kind of thing yeah and i think with um you know talking to him about the compassion portion with him being younger um I think the the compassion part is going to help down the road as a teen, as an adult. I mean, yeah, you can think that you're better than that person or faster or quicker. You don't need to publicize that, though. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think especially in the younger age, that's where you're teaching. Really, you're teaching how to be, you know, a good sport. Correct. At the end of the game, you're saying good game. You're doing that because... We know people, you see it in the NBA, the mm-hmm. NFL, uh, MLB, professional sports in general, that someone loses and they are that poor sport. I mean, see, well, that's a whole nother topic that I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but um, there's you've, you've got these guys that make hundreds of millions of dollars a year and then take their shirt off and walk off the field because yeah. they had a bad game or this, that, and the other. It's just they don't have the compassion and i do you think that was because they didn't have it it's just who they are now or is they were never taught that i firmly believe that they were never taught I, I think i think a lot of you know i i continue to relate stuff back to like our industry yeah uh that you and i are in and i think that the upbringing is, a big is drastic yeah drastically needed and i agree with you on that that's why i think this whole thing is separated because 
I think when you have personally, and I know we think a lot on this, Mark, yeah. I think you have to have compassion mm -hmm. when you're a little bit more than the competition when you are younger yeah. because you're teaching how to be a good sport, how to be a good loser because there's going to be in life, everyone loses. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. Oh, man. If you have LeBron so many. James, yep. you're still losing, right? Mm -hmm. And how do you handle that? And when you get to an elite level like a LeBron James or a Michael Jordan and all that, that you always hear the story about Michael Jordan, how he never made his seventh grade basketball team. Yeah, right? high school. Yep. Same. Yeah. So you always hear those stories. So it's a learned lesson. For him, it was a learned lesson. So yeah, you can, Michael Jordan was one of the biggest competitors. You look, literally watched the last dance and he would outbeat everyone on his team and he was like would show and talk about and that kind of stuff and he would literally mouth off to his own team mm -hmm. but when he was doing that i think he was also trying to push them at the same time and it goes hand in hand like yeah. maybe he's coming off as a dick maybe he's coming off as an asshole but there's compassion behind it but why and but when that person is down he's the first one over there mm -hmm. to pick him up correct so you look at a lot of major athletes and all that and i don't think they have that and I think it's no. a learned lesson from when they were a toddler and a kid. Correct. Well, you've got to have a foundation. And Correct. the foundation is toddler. My biggest worry with this, and this is going into the next topic, is there was a big shift. And we were kind of in that shift, and it's still going on right now, of the participation trophies. I don't believe in it whatsoever. And I don't either. And I know when I was younger, when I played baseball, it was like, here's your trophy. And it's like, why am I getting a trophy? Yeah, we didn't do anything, right? How is that going to affect how I'm thinking? Is how does that affect business, sports, everything in life down the road? Because our generation now was part of that. Yeah, we're having kids, and you just look at workforce in general. Kid, you know, people that are ten years younger than we are mm -hmm. are entering in the workforce, and are they? Well, that's the thing. Are they entering in the workforce? Yeah. And if they are, I mean, when when I first started doing some jobs, depending on what, it was sit down, shut up, and do what you need to do. Correct. And now it's, well, I don't want to do that. It's like, no, that's that's the job. Like, this is yeah. what you have to do. Well, I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And I feel all this goes together. Competition, compassion, participation trophies, parenting, all that is being cycled into this. And we are seeing a downtick. You're seeing a lot of older people coming out of the workforce and a lot of newer people coming in the workforce, and you're seeing productivity dip. Yeah, well, I mean, to touch on that, um, I still have friends that work at um, UPS locally here, and the union halls are empty. Yeah. Because I feel like our generation, being in our mid-30s, is... I'm on the backside now. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Thank you for giving me mid-30s. I, I appreciate that one. I, uh, I feel that our generation was, and I say this lightly, to an extent, because there's probably half or more of our generation that is still not 100% there yet. Yeah. But uh, our, the last generation of like the blue-collar working force I mean, the union halls haven't been empty in years. Yeah. And now they are. 
Well, and that's the thing is you have, and that's why I say, unfortunately, we're kind of part of it. You well, and I, we are. We we don't think the same way like some people no, that we know, right? Correct. Um, but there's some people that are in 25, 26 that are still there. There's always a a group of people that are going to be hardworking. There's always going to be a group of. It doesn't matter what generation, correct? Right? But as a whole, it is shifting. And yeah. you have the individuals, and that's why I talk about you know competition, compassion as a toddler, as a kid. Personally, if I had a choice for my daughter to get a trophy for just participating, showing up, no, I don't want that. I don't want my kids getting a participation trophy. I don't think it's right. No, I think you know. So uh, soccer league, the kids go through the year. You know, at our kids' age, there's technically not like a record yeah right oh you know 10 wins to five losses kind of thing but it's going to get to that point here in the next couple years and the participation trophies i mean i guess i just i don't get it so that's why i kind of like gymnastics right mm -hmm. i like karate taekwondo Mm -hmm. and all that yeah especially if you look at uh taekwondo right yeah you have to do x y and z to get your next belt correct you got to do x y and z that's not giving a participation trophy you had to earn each stripe to earn your next belt you know it's so funny that you bring that up so I has would... it changed no it okay. hasn't it I, has I, no, no no it has not it has not changed at all if you would have just told me that it no. changed you would have no. broken my heart i know no 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 so about three months ago um in taekwondo class he was just goofing off nothing too drastic but I mean, kids are kids, right? They're gonna, you know, have those days. Is that and, is that when you show up in your red, yeah, your full red? Yep. Yep. Put my you, foot down and be like, with your black belt on, and yeah. be like, listen, shut the exactly. <laughs> Look at dad's dad, but he's also third degree black belt. Yeah. So, um, I've got a couple good fights left in me. Um, <laughs> so them. he was. I know. I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to need him, especially when the daughter's. Getting <laughs> I wasn't gonna yeah. say it. I was <clears> thinking it. Though. Yep. Um, Same here. I'm with you. Don't worry. <laughs> so, it, I don't know. It was probably three months ago. And he was just kind of goofing off. Like I said, nothing drastic, but still not fully there. Yeah. Well, it was testing day for tips. He didn't get one. Good. Other, all the other kids got one. Why didn't I get one? Well, I, I'm not sure. Why don't you go talk to the instructor? I knew why. Yeah. But he didn't. And, and you're teaching him right there. I'm not going to give you all the answers. You got to find. No, you got to find it. I love that. You got to figure love, it out, dude. I love it's it. It's not. That's on you. That's not on me. And he, you know, the tough love with him. It, uh, it works. Well, it's, it's going to pay off. It's totally going. It's totally going to pay off. And I think you and I both have an old school mindset with our kids. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he walks up to the instructor who taught class. Was like, hey, I didn't get my tip. Well, yeah. I had to tell you to stop goofing off X amount of times. All the other kids were focusing and you continued to not focus. Yeah. You know, your technique was there. The, the, the moves were there. Your focus wasn't. So you didn't check all the boxes. So you can try again next time. And I literally was extremely happy and excited that he didn't get a tip. Were, were you standing behind him, clapping, looking yes. at the instructor, yeah, clapping? Yeah, because it's just, it's so frustrating to me that 
you know, a tip could yep. be a participation trophy. Yep. You show up to class. Yep. You're there for 30 minutes. You do the techniques that are asked. You goof off. End of class. It's testing day for tips, and you get a tip. That's a participation trophy. Yep. And I firmly do not believe in that. And there's times where I would totally, if he's goofing off and they happen to, hey, he's getting a, no, he's not getting a tip. He doesn't deserve that. Yep. I mean, I remember as a kid, I, I cried yep. not getting a tip. I remember not getting one. And it, it is what it is. So, anyway, off yeah. my soapbox. No, it's and it's not a soapbox, though. I think you it's directly related to what we're talking about right mm -hmm. it's there there has to be a balance right and you see more of the participation trophies in team sports mm -hmm. i agree with that right yep. because when just take baseball for instance when you're in t-ball that kind of stuff they're really not keeping score right yeah. it's teaching basics it's teaching fundamentals that kind of stuff so hey here's your trophy because you did do this yeah but you if the kid actually did it and was consistent through everything yeah maybe give them a trophy right because they did it but we know on every team there's that one person mm -hmm. that doesn't get it and i'll be honest i was that kid when i was younger i'm sure i was as well yeah so it's like i i know that i didn't compete to the best of my abilities i know that it wasn't there and i think that's what helped me learn it's like why do i have this trophy yeah it's I, I mean i've actually broken some of my trophies because i'm like i didn't earn this yeah right and then i maybe later in life you learn a little bit more and you grow the older you get the more you grow right yeah. even me now like i'm completely i look at things differently right um but that leads into growing up right so you're going into your teenage years you're getting past that you know hey, we're teaching you fundamentals that now you're actually competing. Now, let me back up for a second. Yeah. When So we're going from kid to teen. With the participation trophies, I am okay with, you know, the t-ball the or, you know, the, the six-week soccer club that the three-year-old does, and they get, like, a little medal or something. Medal or, okay, I'm good with that, yeah. whatever. But as a kid, five, six, seven years old, and then into teen, I think the participation trophies need to stop once once scoring Correct. is a thing. I agree with you. And that's why I said I, I like the, the gymnastics, the uh, taekwondo, the karate, yeah. that kind of stuff, because it's more of, I guess it's because it's more of a year-round thing. Mm -hmm. It's you're getting moved to different levels, and you have to show a skill to do it that's not really what's happening in some other sports eventually it does yeah. right you're not going to make it to minors to majors if you're not able to perform most likely you're just going to stop playing baseball right correct or you're not going to make it to majors to senior majors right i don't even know if that's still the system yeah how they do it um i know I'm like for not yeah i know with like younger football it's all based well at least when i was around it was based around weight mm -hmm. um you don't want the you know 100 100 pound kid tackling the 40 pound kid yeah you know it makes sense right so i know for some your, of that so you're so for your like fifth grade football league you played freshman football 
Yeah, it would have been. That would have been the case. <laughs> in fourth, no, was it fourth grade? Yeah, fourth grade, I was in junior midget. So I think it was junior peewee. I think at the time it was junior peewees, peewees, junior midgets, midgets. And then technically you should have been going into high school. Got it. So in fourth grade, I was playing with seventh and eighth graders. Chris is a mountain of a man. Yeah. That didn't help me. And I think the <laughs> next year, I think I actually weighed too much for midgets. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean. It doesn't help from, that you're like six, eight. Well, from eighth, the finishing eighth grade, so June of my eighth grade year to starting my freshman year in August, I went from six one to six four. Wow. Yeah. Well, I went from five four to five five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I grew a lot that summer. And then then the weight started even adding up because my freshman when I started my freshman year I was six four, two forty. Jimmy, Christmas. Yeah. Mountain of a man. Okay. Yeah. Since the third grade. So but yeah, so competition, compassion as a team. Now competition's really coming. You're, you're, you have to show yourself to make it to that, you know, Pony League baseball team, that that competition volleyball team, that comp, you know, those highly competitive teams. Now. So I think this. At the teen level, I think the competition really starts to amp up because you've got, you know, testosterone and, Correct. you know, you're just, you're, you're a growing boy yeah. at this point. And I think teenagers can be shitheads yeah. and the, the trash talking and whatnot. Um, I think as a teen... I think it's really going to start to show how you were raised. Yes. So bringing back to the foundation of the compassion, I think at the teen level, the compassion can go out the window quickly. Very, very quickly. If you're not careful. Because you've got, you know, and I've I've been there, you've been there, uh, where, you know, you're going to trash talk with your friends, this, that, and the other. Whether you think it's right or wrong others are doing it so you're going to hop on the bandwagon yeah so i think the the compassion really starts to play a big factor here and could go out the window quick did you did you see that video it was a baseball and they were probably i don't know how old the kids were i'm probably gonna guess like probably 12 because you see the like the uh what is it the little league world series Mm -hmm. those are usually like the 12 year old teams right so they were about that age. They looked like that pitcher threw a pitch and hit the batter right in the head. Right? And then um, the person that got hit went to first base and then walked to the mound and yep. gave him a hug. Yep. Did you send that to me? Uh, I might have, but I saw I saw that, and it's like, okay. That's like a few weeks ago. Yeah. That's okay. competition right there, right? Yeah. So the pitcher, I mean – there, you've seen there's kids that fight after that like if yeah. you get hit like hey sorry I'm going to take you off your mound exactly right? yeah. um, I played in a wood bat league I got hit and the pitcher thought I was going to charge the mound yeah. um, and 
you see that, and then you see him go to first base, and he, you see him watching because you know he's probably mad. Yeah, like I just got hit in the head. Yeah, and then he looks at the pitcher and goes, "The pitcher's visibly upset." Visibly, and he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna walk over." And that's a good foundation. It is because you can still compete, but at the end of the day, you see someone that is a mo- like, "Hey, I like messed up," and it's yeah. like, "Dude, I'm fine." It is what it is, especially in that when you're throwing some fast balls. Because those kids are throwing 70. Yeah, you can hurt someone, right? And so obviously that's probably going through his head and all that. But, hey, like, I messed up. Like, it is what it is, dude. Like, I'm good. We're fine. Yep. Let's play the game. And they hugged it out and he walked back. Yep. That was, I did see that. Yeah. And I think that right there should be an example of sports, right? That should be, hey, you like we're competing, but we're also not trying to be dicks to each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that will give you a better mindset, depending on what industry you go into. I mean, if you're going to go become a professional baseball player and the pitcher throws a ball at you at the pro level, that's a little bit different, right? Yeah, you're still going to get your twenty-five million dollar check. Yeah, well, that's all guaranteed money. So I know, lucky bastards. Yeah. Um, but that's a different level, right? Let's be honest. 99.9% of the people that play in Little League, in lower-level sports, mm-hmm. and all that aren't going to make it no. to the pros. No. Where they're going to be at is in the business world, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of them will be in the business world. Whether you're in human resources or you're in uh, IT or sales or marketing, you're going to be working for a business. Mm-hmm. Um even a non-profit business, even a charity, there's still competition there, right? Big time. There, if you're a non-profit and you're, say, you're a group that helps veterans, right? How many groups help veterans out there? Thousands. Yeah. Right? So you still are competing a little bit. So those basics as a kid and that kind of stuff, I think, will translate into an adult. I agree. And then you look at other industries, right? You look at firefighting, right? Yeah, you want to compete against the guy when you're in, like, the academy or whatever, yeah. when you're going through your training because you want to show you're the best, right? But especially in that industry, um, you also have to have compassion, too. You can be quicker and get up that ladder into the second story quicker, yep. but you've also got to look behind you at the guy that's struggling and pull him up. Correct. And that's where and the compassion comes in. You look at the military, you look at law enforcement, you look at firefighting, you look at the medical field. There's always competition, right? I want to be the best here. But when, at the end of the day, I just take firefighters, for instance, when you're on that truck and you're going to a call, you and I are not competing now. No. We're working together. Mm-hmm. So if you fail or you're struggling, mm-hmm. that means I'm struggling as yeah. well. Yep. And you look at law enforcement the same way. If someone's doing is struggling, you need to help them out, right? Yeah. And that's the comp- that's the compassion side because at the end of the day you need to work together, right? Because if say for instance you can't do a ladder carry, right? Well, I want you to compete. I want you to be able to do that. I want to be able to help you because what happens if we're going outside call? And now you can't do that. Yep. Now it just hurts us all, and we can't help that person that we're trying to help. Correct. Military is the same way. 
What if you are struggling with being able to shoot the rifle downrange, right? And it's maybe something just in your head. Why wouldn't I come over and talk to you and say, hey, let's, can I help you with something? Yeah, take a step back. Yeah, take a step back. Let's refocus and that kind of stuff. Because at the end of the day, when you're in a firefight, you want that person to be able to fight there as most, the best they can. Yeah. Yep. Now, you'd relate that to sales. Take that in the sales world. I'm sorry. That's not the same. It's not the same. In that no. Point. You are competing at that point. Like, hey, we could be on the same team. I'm not maybe necessarily going to throw you under the bus because there's there's a part of throwing under the bus part that's helping, right? But at the end of the day, I'm going to get more sales than you are. Yeah. So it depends on what industry you're in, I feel like. No, you're totally right. And no matter what the industry is, it does boil back down to the foundation. Correct. And I think that's, you really see that we've both been in different positions. We've both been been in positions where we have to compete we've both been in positions that we work together as a team for different places right and you well, can actually see, with you and i it's been a lot of the same places well yeah <laughs> but we've also done different like yeah. you've done ups yep you've done i've never worked there yeah right so um i work for enterprise in a car it, it's different right yeah so you look at how you take those in different scenarios and you can recognize people that did things the wrong way just to put their name in front Mm -hmm. you also look at people that in a in a industry that you need to work together you know that person that you want to work with you also know that person you don't want to work with if you know that you're working on a day like as a firefighter and you know that one person is coming in and picking up overtime that you don't want to work with, you hope nothing major happens. Yeah. Mm. It happens, right? Yep. But how do you... Do you go help that person? Well, if do you, you have a foundation, to? you do. Yeah. I agree. I, mean, I, I would. I would. I would, put, I would put the differences aside. And that's how I think you and I think a lot on that one because at the end of the day... We're trying to do one goal, right? If you're a firefighter, your goal is to put out that fire, right? Mm-hmm. Or save that person from the burning building or help with a medical call. If you're that, your goal is yep. to do X, Y, and Z, right? Yep. I personally would work for the person. I know you are, but I think that also comes with if we would have said, if I would have posed that same question when we were 21 years old, I think we would have answered it differently. 100% agree. Yeah. And I think it comes with time and different experiences. You well, it's also like what life life lessons have you gone through? Correct. Um, you know, you can grow up with a good foundation and still be a shithead. Correct. In your twenties, I mean, I was, yeah. and I had a great foundation. Yep. And then you learn and develop, and go, "Whoa, what am I doing?" Exactly. And you look at both of us. We both did polar opposite things mm-hmm. before what we do now. Yep. I truly think it set up set us up differently. I, I think I, I think we look at more. things a little bit different. I think that we look at it like because both you or I are not in leadership positions at all. No. But if someone's struggling that you work with, you're going to be the first one to ask them Correct. for help. And I'm in the same boat. Yep. 
And it all depends on the scenario. I might not even be the strongest, but hey, can I help you with something else? Like, hey, I know I'm not the greatest at doing what you're doing right now, but can I help you? Like, with something? Yeah, but I can totally help. Yeah. So, well said. Yeah. Well, I like this episode. I I love it. I love the coffee. Coffee's delicious. Hey, cheers to the most important part of the episode. It's so good. Especially yeah. when you drink black coffee every day. Yeah. Well, it's just a little treat, like you said. It is. It's a treat. I mean, it's a daily delight. Let's see. How bad is it? Bad. Eh, honestly, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, it's still 19 grams of sugar. I'm not saying it's good, but, but it's <laughs> not good for you. Great. It tastes fantastic. Yeah. So, Black Rifle. And it's 300, as they say. 300 milligrams oh sorry natural caffeine 300 milligrams of freedom fuel god that's a good statement Ah, i love black rifle coffee good job guys yeah well done not that you're gonna hear this episode but well done. yeah (laughs) if you do hear this episode please let us know exactly that's good perfect well uh you have anything else no this has been uh good yeah uh Different. Different. Completely different. I'm sober. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Until this weekend, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. For you, definitely. Yeah. Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Saturday so, night, probably. Maybe. Late. Late, late, late night. Late Saturday night. Hot pockets <laughs> and scotch. <laughs> oh, God. Well, sweet. Well, thank you for listening and come back next week. Well, not next week the following week. following week yeah <laughs> or we'll, another we're gonna we'll be back on track the following week yeah we should be yeah and even with upcoming stuff that we're doing we should be able to fit it actually might be easier uh true yeah, yeah. because i'll have nights off yeah exactly perfect yeah so Okay. We'll come back in two weeks. Two weeks. For another episode of the Ultimate Buffet Podcast. Yes. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe, like, and follow us. On all our social media platforms. Yeah. And thank you to Patreon members. We do appreciate you. We and we're sorry you. we've been slacking. Slacking. Slacking on our macking. Yep. But uh, we'll make it up. We will. We, we promise. So, well, uh, cheers, sir. Cheers. Outro, outro.